0: Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show. A lot to talk about. We are in Square Gators with Dan Hibbard. Big meeting at Caulfield today. Big racing up there in Sydney as well. He's calling at the Meadows this evening for RSN. We're having a look at Melton, of course, the week that was locally in Harness Racing as well. Dan, welcome to the program for the first Saturday of autumn, Dan. Yes,
1: first bit of autumn for the year. And, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to a massive uh, Massive Saturday of racing, some really good uh, gallops action there at uh, at uh, Flemington today, and uh, looking forward to uh, calling at the Meadows tonight. Not a massive meeting there tonight, but uh, looking forward to the card nonetheless. And uh, it's been uh, another uh, interesting week, to say the least, in uh, in harness racing from a, a local perspective, with yet another meeting uh, abandoned here at Shepparton because of the. Uh, uh, catastrophic fire conditions Now I
0: must apologise I've been saying Caulfield I you said You did say Caulfield Yeah We're at Flemington of course Gee that's a rare muck up For me with the racing uh, So don't you'll go have, to you'll Caulfield
1: have, You'll have to redo All your forms So if you're going, your going down At
0: 8 o'clock When I said uh, Going down the Caulfield I hope you're not Heading to the heath because we're actually at headquarters. Uh, uh, You're going to have
1: to U-turn and go to headquarters. You're going to have to redo all your form, all your studies, because you've planned for Caulfield and it's at Flemington.
0: I knew it was at Flemington. I don't know why I was saying Caulfield. It's just been one of them days.
1: One of them mornings. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we lost uh, another couple of meetings on uh, during the week. And uh, as we mentioned last week, there was... Uh, you know, at the, at the time, it appeared as if it was the uh, the right decision to uh, to call those meetings off. Um, but this week, I think has uh, really probably stirred uh, a bit more angst against the uh, the policy that's in place at the moment, um, particularly from a Shepparton point of view, because that's two meetings in a row that have been lost. Uh, one of them, the last week's one, probably. You could argue was the probably the right call, but I think the last uh, this week's one, the Thursday uh, Wednesday night, uh, it really should have gone ahead. There was a lot of uh, a lot of angst through the social channels, suggesting that the decision was pretty pretty poor. Um, I understand the the argument that uh, you know there was the conditions were supposed to be catastrophic, but I think there needs to be a bit more flexibility within that policy, particularly when. Um, there was no um, fire events in this part of the world that the temperature didn't really get to that peak, uh, and, and the conditions were not um, as as bad as they predicted. It, it's 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 costly for the for the the owners and and the and the participants that are paying up for horses, and they can't get a run. They have some of them probably haven't had a run in two weeks. Hence, that we've got twelve races at uh, Cobram on Monday, which is good for the Cobram, but um, it's, uh, it just it's a bit of a yeah a bit of a sticky one. I, I understand the, the arguments for and, for and against. I understand why they make the decision, but I think what they probably should be doing is uh, looking at the fields, seeing where the furthest person is away from the track, working out how long it's going to take them to get there, and making a decision at that sort of juncture in the uh, later in the afternoon, because uh, calling it off the night before, it looks like they've got egg on their face with that decision for this one. I know the previous week was a little bit different, but I think they look. Uh, it looks foolish. Uh, it looks amateurish, and when you've got greyhounds that are still running as well, um, it does look a bit a bit silly. So. Uh, I know they've got their policy in place, but they really do need to uh, adjust it uh, and to make it a bit more uh, a bit more friendly for participants because uh, um, I know circumstances change and so forth, and, that, and that's what's happened here. The circumstances changed on the information that they had, and as a result, we lost a meeting, two meetings. Probably the Maryborough one, I have no doubt, had to be called off given the location of those fires, but the Shepparton one certainly should have gone ahead there last Wednesday night
0: yeah it's interesting it's it's a hard one isn't it oh, it's a, it's it's a it's real a, it hard one It is
1: impossible but i think i think really that they need to just buy themselves a bit more time instead of looking at it and saying yep it's a it's off you know 18 hours before the race or 16 hours before the first race they should be looking at it more of a uh, uh, you know, three or four hours. I know it's it's not ideal, but it's at least it's better for the participants to say right, we're still racing. And then if it gets to three o'clock in the afternoon, which is when uh, you know the the say participants, New South Wales, say for example example Jackson Payton's coming down from Noranda, uh, and he's in the first race. You work out what time he's got to leave to get there in a in a timely manner, and uh, and if he can't, uh, and if the meeting's got to be called off, then you call it off then. But I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking, throwing ideas out there. But I wouldn't have thought that's too stupid an idea to, to suggest that, you know, you work out who the fir- who's the furthest away, what time do they have to get there, and you know, cancel a meeting at that point. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not a, an easy, uh, easy choice to make. But um, it does look a bit foolish when other codes are still racing and can still race.
0: Now, quickly before you go on to the week that was, congratulations on Jag and the Quadian multi last week. Congratulations on your horse winning as yes, well. Yes,
1: yes. It was a, a really, uh, really fun night there last Saturday night. We, um, It's been a long time coming with our horse, uh, Hephaestus Phoenix. He um, has been out in the paddock for uh, for about 12 months recovering from a, an injury. It wasn't uh, anything that needed uh, uh operation or anything like that just needed time and uh, we did that and he's rewarded us with uh, three really good runs back from a spell and hopefully there's more to come he's uh he's going well he's he's nice and healthy at the moment so um it was a, a really good night there uh, last uh, saturday night and yes we did get the multi we we're a bit lucky with the multi i i must say because the second leg uh gracias galloped on the first corner and we sort of uh Thought that it was, uh, we were in actually in the owner's room at that point. We thought, oh, well, that's it. it. We're uh, we're done uh, because the, it was a stable mate to uh, our horse. And then he got back down trotting and she was able to get over the top and win. So very good to get the mouldy, And then the quaddy was.
0: Um, $854. Yeah, it was
1: a, a nice result there. We obviously had Queen Alita uh, one out in that first leg. And she um, she uh, was very brave. It was a tough, tough run. But she was a, it was a tough win. She got up. Just Believe uh, beat RC Phoenix in the uh, the Grand Prix. We had RC, uh, we had uh, Just Believe and Cormie De Breeze, who was certainly disappointing, but it was a hell of a race between Just Believe and RC Phoenix, it was a great race to be there to actually watch. And then we got Queen of Quebec home at about $10 in the uh, the third leg, and Ebony's Avenger at about $19 in the last leg. So we had the two odds on favourites in the first two legs, a couple of roughies in the uh, the last two, and we get uh, $800 for the full 100% if you took it. So. Uh, but hopefully the listeners out there got a, a nice little return on uh, both the multi and the quaddy there last week. So having a look at that Melton card, uh, the other local flavour winner there was Derek the Jet for uh, Nathan Jack. This was in the Lunar Last 3 or Old Trotters Classic, $20,000 race. And uh, this uh, guy was having his first start um, and uh, very impressive performance. Two minutes, point seven was the mile rate lot of upside he was a little bit slow to get out of the gate but uh he balanced up nicely and uh he's got a lot of potential this guy so well done to nathan there and the connections with Derek the jet winning uh, the Lunar lass on uh, saturday night at uh, melton there wasn't a great deal else to go by because of the uh, the calling off of the the meetings particularly there at shepparton during the week but we get headed up to uh waga yesterday and uh, paul tonkin who's uh, now set up base at uh, Kyala there at the track um 156-6 winning with little artie miss ellen Tormy took the drive uh good performance to score and was able to get across from that uh, whitish draw uh into a nice position in the running line and was too good at the back end so well done to uh, the team there with little artie miss uh, the, uh, Nathan Jack had a winner with uh, Archeron for Brett Hogan leading all of the way in 158.2 and uh, Mark Thompson had Dying Art which won for, um, for Cameron Hart. The driving was at odds on favour, $1.35 but uh, was much too good. 154.6 was the uh, mile rate there. There was another Victorian winner in Spyglass for Wayne and Tasman Potter who won the last race there on uh, yesterday afternoon at, uh, at Wagga. Last night was uh, Ararat Cup nights, and the two feature races there. The Trotters Cup was won by Mercenary, for Kelvin Barker and James Herbertson had a nice run in transit. Was able to get over the top of Keyang Zina to win, and the Pacing Cup was won by the odds-on favourite in Dance Away for Amy Day. Um, got a nice run, uh, worked uh, forward, but did pull pretty hard in the in the in the run, but was too strong in one fifty eight point seven beating Sweet Passion and Springfield Affair. So those were the two features at Ararat last night. So a bit of a skinny week with uh, the results there with uh, that meeting obviously at Wet Shep on uh, Wednesday getting called off. But um, there's a big card of racing at Cobram on uh, Monday. Um, 12 races um, to uh, get all those local horses needing a run. run. Um, So 12 races at Cobram on Monday. The first is at 12.35, the two-year-old, and the last race set, 12, is due to go at five minutes after seven. So a massive day there at Cobram on Monday, but good to see. Good-sized fields, good full fields for horses, uh, getting them the opportunity to run and uh, race for prize money, which is most important. So uh, good luck to everyone heading to Cobram on Monday.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Is that it you got for us? That is it.
1: Yep. Hopefully now we can try and find a winner for the rest of the afternoon. No worries. And the night. We'll go for a quick sponsors break, no pressure, but quaddy last
0: week, multi last week. Dan, let's see how we go at Melton this evening. Let's go. After the break.
1: You know the garden could do with a makeover. So what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers—you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call: five eight two one two triple one. That's five eight two one two triple one. One FM sponsor.
0: Darryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. What can we offer you in the months ahead? 1. Tractor parts, new and used for Ford, Fiat, Massey, Ferguson, Sami, Deutz, Landini, McCormick, New Holland and Grey Fergie's. 2. Used tractors for sale and we are looking for good used tractors and sick tractors to wreck. Plus new mulchers, multi-disc sprayers, etc. It will get tough in the months ahead, so to save dollars ring me, Darryl. At Aussie Ag Supplies, 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. 1FM Sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. 13 minutes to 11 o'clock. As always, gamble responsibly. We're going to have a look at this big card at Malton this evening. And, Dan, we got the Mouldy and Quaddy last week. No pressure, like I said, heading into the Sponsors' break Go for it, son. What do you got for us at Melton this yeah, evening?
1: It's uh, only an eight-race car there tonight, uh, so a little bit uh, of a skinny one compared to what we had last week with the, all the big trot races uh, there at Melton. But uh, first leg's race to number seven. Better's hope for James McPherson and uh, Ryan Sanderson taking the drive. Uh, I know it's drawn outside the front, but uh, it's at currently at about $4.80. It's coming off a win at Albury last start. Uh, on their cup night, uh, went to 158.2 in an up to 58 road, right around third at Cobram, before that to Captain Confetti. Look, uh, I don't think this is the strongest race in the world by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it's a no-metro win race. The favourites, the two-horse uh, at about 260, but I think that's uh, very much unders for it. Um, I think that form at Albury's good enough. It's uh, 110 of 62 uh i suspect that they'll go forward from that draw over the 1700 uh the speed from the uh, the Newbury horse key or a beauty i normally would think that they would take a sit so i'm expecting a bit of fireworks early but i think betters hope it on it, a decent enough price can uh, hopefully get us the prize in the first league race two we'll take the shorty in the third uh, the third race the next uh, second league of the multi-race three number five royal dan um he beat Uh, Hafizis Phoenix our horse the other night uh, in good style Uh, that form's obviously been franked by the winner of Hafizis last week $1.45 front row draw I think it'll be fine in the front and it'll be just too good so a little bit of uh, value in the first leg see if we can get it home but then taking the shorts in the second leg so race uh, two number seven into race three number five I haven't got them.
0: $6.96. Yeah, powered so, up, $7.27, yeah, so Dan. Not
1: a little a uh, little bit of cream there, hopefully, uh, with that first leg. Just uh, having a, a speculator there. But I think the favourite, that uh, Royal Down, will be winning the third race there tonight. The Quaddie, um, first leg numbers are three, six, eight, and 9. Uh, Ideal Escape's been spec already on fixed odds. Gets a decent draw. District Attorney, Went okay uh, first up um, at uh, Tarang in the Cup. Uh, didn't re- it was only beaten nine meters, running tenth. But it's probably one of those forgive runs. Never really got into the affair. Um, goes well here at Melton. So uh, eights triple eight was a good winner two runs ago, and Fides uh, or Fides, um who was second in the Tarang Cup was a massive effort he did win the hamilton cup before that so he's in ri- ripping form as well so three six eight nine the first leg second leg uh three four six and nine uh, uh bark um, uh, magnetic terror and earl of pembroke i don't think there's a great deal amongst those uh those ones this you could potentially throwing for a bit of uh, more insurance, the five and the eight. But I tried to narrow this one down a little bit. Um, it's a, a good uh, good leg there. Race six, race seven. I've gone three and four, which is Stir Me Up and Ura, um, both drawing favourably. I think they're the probably the better two horses in the race. I don't uh, don't susp- I don't think there'll be too much. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if either of them won it, but I don't think anything else can. Maybe Franco Novelis, but. He's going to need luck from that pole draw uh, in the in the back end of the race. And the last look at the Quaddy, the shorties, is Jillibi Willow, number six, the Turan Cup winner. And they're going to take her one out. A small field suit. She should work her way across and find the front. She's just racing too well. Nikki Nana's going well, but uh, has had a couple of easy kills up at Mildura in recent times. So Quaddy, a little bit smaller tonight, but hopefully we can still land at 3689 the first league, three-four six nine the second league, three and four the third league, six only the last league. Thirty-two dollars for a hundred percent of the dividend, or whatever your budget allows.
0: I'm just working it out now, Dan. Doing five dollars will get the five dollars will get you fifteen percent.
1: There you go. So uh, not uh, not expecting a massive dividend, even if we get it, but hopefully a return on our whatever you invest tonight.
0: And you're at the Greyhounds this evening. You are at the Meadows tonight. Uh, Big carnival comes to a conclusion there with the Australian Cup. Who do you like at the Meadows this evening, Yeah,
1: race. My best of the nights uh, later on in the card, race 11, number seven, Rachel's Tears. Uh, I don't think this is a really strong race, but I think she's got a a, a fair bit of ability uh, compared to her opposition tonight. She comes off a fifth uh, over the 600 metres. She drops back to the 5.25 tonight, but she ran second at Sandown two runs ago behind uh, Zipping Minaj, who goes very well. So I think she's a a really good chance in the 11th. So race uh, 11 number seven, Rachel's Tears. Um, Other than that on the card, I think the local, the Murchison dog, uh, Riendo for Tom Wark, who ran, uh, has run two really good races in recent times that won a heat of the country championship at Shep before running second in the final uh, last week. Uh, Draws the red. Uh, She's got the best speed of any Greyhound going around, early speed of any Greyhound going around at the moment uh, that I've seen. And uh, if uh, she gets out and leads, which I expect, um, she'll just need a bit of a margin on her opposition just to... If she can get four or five lengths on the opposition going into the back, if they jam up behind her, I think she can win. So $3 she's about on the fixed odds there at the moment. But So
0: what race was that? Race ben?
1: five, number one. So the two picks there, race 11, number seven, and race five, number one.
0: No worries, Dan. Thanks for that. And, of course, any more for us at the no, Meadows? No, that's that
1: should it? be... Just as not, a, not a really deep meeting there tonight, but... Uh, A couple of uh, hopefully a couple of winners there for the listeners.
0: Now, really quickly before we get on to Flemington, not Caulfield, I can't believe I think that's the first time I've ever missed a Saturday venue, Dan. I'm (laughs) confused. You've got to pick me up off the floor there, but it's Wangaratta Cup Day today at Wangaratta, and I just thought I'd point that out. So the first gets underway at twenty four minutes past midday. It is a uh, nine event card there at Wang. The cup itself. Is race seven. It's on at four minutes to four o'clock this afternoon, the Wangaratta Cup. Look, I like uh race seven number three, station one, and also race seven number four, Tycoon Beck. Have five dollars on both those. Tycoon Beck's down in class after winning at Sandown and uh and now down in class at uh, last start uh, seventh. And station one's just a perennial country cup. Uh icon that'll just leads one its last two and be very hard to run down.
1: Yeah, it's a good race the cup. Um mostly cloudy the toppy uh I just heard Lee Young on the radio before it's been spec as well on fixed odds, so uh race seven number one there. But I think independent road's gonna be hard to beat for the Hayes boys and Reese McLeod, three fifty into three twenty. Um so there's a couple of selections there from the pair of us for the cup. It's a good race.
0: Maybe Box the trifecta. I think might Kamala be the out. way to
1: go. Might be the way to go for sure.
0: So how about we do go to headquarters of Flemington? There, I still must have been in blue diamond mode from must last week. I got yeah. a bit of a hangover from the <laughs> the diamond. But of course, the Australian Guineas race eight number one Rift Rocket is. All the wage. Do you see it that way, Dan?
1: Yeah, look, his win first up was brilliant. Uh, and you think that he's only going to get better. Um, he is on the drift, though. He's 220 out to 280 on the fixed odds. So he's uh, a little bit of a drifter there. Bit of support for V8. Uh, as you expect, he was a $7 chance. He's now into 550. Uh, and there's money for Snow Patrol further down the, the board, number 11, uh, 12 into 850. Good race, but... Uh, very competitive race, I should say. But Riff Rocket, based on what he did first up, uh, he's going to be hard to beat. And he's uh, uh, getting out to that. 220 was probably way too short. He's now getting out to 280. He's probably going to drift out a little bit more um, the closer we get to, to jump time. I think he's certainly the one to beat. And, uh, yeah, if you got $3 about him, that'll be a, a decent enough price.
0: Bit of a ruppy in the race of mine. Have it each way. Race 8, number 10, Verdad, who ran on well, uh, well, who ran on? Sorry, not ran on. Well, that that was Cap uh, Parrot. That's another one I've got uh, at a dollar to win in that race number six. But it was a first up third at Flemington. There was money for it. The fourteen hundred rise to the sixteen hundred suits and twenty six dollars and six dollars a place. So I reckon you can have six bucks.
1: $5 the play stand yeah for sure at that price yeah uh, a good opportunity to get a nice return at, at that price
0: and the blamey the tab blamey today uh it's a two horse play for me uh this i'm not backing it but this horse a number nine that went around Of course uh well number eight i should say mark i'm not number nine but number nine i am tipping number eight mark went around at 150 odd dollars the quaddy killer Last starts in this race, but I'm not tipping it. I I like uh, race nine, number nine, Holy Man's five dollars the win for Mickey D. And the Mar Camp uh, went to New Zealand, ran fourth. Was was an ordinary race, uh, really a run race for it. Set weight and penalties race there, but winner at Geelong previous and it likes Flemington, so I'm thinking I might get back to some of its best. And a tissue uh, race shape against the last start uh loves flemington so i'm going to two specialist flemington runners in race nine number two and race nine number nine there in the blamey
1: good race very competitive race the tissues obviously had some support for for blake shin and and chris waller um was has been a little bit easy in the the fixed odds thus far so uh, there's plenty of chances in this race um look I'm not going to tip you into anything that, with a great deal of confidence in the race, but I, I would have thought that based on that run, Markham's got to be some sort of a hope if he can repeat it. Uh, you're not getting 100 to 1 about him, you're only getting about $10, but I mean, even something each way on him. And probably Berkeley Square as well. Uh, he's around the $13 mark. Uh, he was uh, fifth um, in that uh, Markham race last time out, only beaten three lengths. So if he could land close enough, uh, he might be an each way play as well.
0: And uh, my best for the day comes up in race one, number one at Flemington. We'll get the cash early. Cinderella days. I hope it doesn't lose a shoe. Boom, boom. <laughs> like that, did you, Dan? <laughs> I
1: did like that. That's good. That is good.
0: Do you got anything else for us on this Saturday, no, tipping-wise?
1: Looking, uh, looking a good day ahead. Um, hopefully we can uh, find a winner there with those tips and uh, the multi and the, and the quaddy tonight at Melton. But it's... Uh, uh, looking forward to a good day's racing and um, yeah, making the trip down the highway a little bit later on this afternoon. Yeah, and of
0: course, Fangirl. Uh, it's sort of unbackable odds, but uh, well, that, goes around in the very elegant.
1: Well, they put a two dollars fifty up as a promotion through the tab. Um, obviously there was a max bet of uh, twenty bucks or something on that. She's now a dollar thirty on the fixed odds. I don't, oh, I don't know how they can beat it based on what she did last time. I mean, it's she's just absolutely flying at the moment. So. Uh, she's, uh, that was a brilliant run first up And I probably expected to do the same thing again today
0: Good for it, Randwick, today as well for the Very Elegant Nicely named, of uh, course, they named it before uh, Very Elegant passed away They hadn't realised, uh, well, obviously, Very Elegant was still alive So, yeah, timely there
1: Absolutely disappointing that she uh, she passed And, uh, yeah, obviously that they lost the fold as well That's probably even more of a a kick in the guts that you can. Uh, I guess. I mean, it's not nice to lose either of them. But if you if you still had the foal, at least it was something. But unfortunately, you lose both of them there with the uh, with the mare and uh, the foal. No worries, Dan. That's where we'll leave it.
0: We'll do it all again next week. Thanks, Dad. If you have enjoyed this show, then please let us know what you think at our socials, One FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from eight am next week to find out more. Till next week. Goodbye.